Welcome to the Anne Levine Show starring Michael over there. Hello. And welcome to our movie extravaganza. That's right. This is in no way connected. Featuring the Boston Pops. That, that too. That's right. On this WOMR and WFMR. As well as... Worldwide on Walmart.org. What? Huh? No, nothing. I was just talking about how we're streaming worldwide and all that stuff. You know. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. At WOMR.org. Do you remember what I was going to say? Yeah, um, you were talking about Holly, your movie extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my movie extravaganza is about... Oh, this has nothing to do with award season. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, which we're smack in the middle of and heading towards the Oscars, which I have no respect for. And they can keep their Oscars... However, hey, if they want to give me an Oscar, I'm going to take it. So, okay. you know, I'm going, I'm going to go and I'm going to get my Oscar and come home. Okay. You know, so. Go ahead. You go on and go. I will. Uh, I, I'm disgusted I'm by. Not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to be like no Marlon Brando and be like, nah, I'm not taking it. I'm going to be all like me? Marlon Brando. Yeah. Remember when he refused his Oscar? Yep. Yep. Do you remember when George C. Scott? Oh yeah, that's right. He refused his too, right? Did a thing with the uh, Native American woman. Correct. Yep. And I think that was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't the wrong thing to do. I remember the streaker too. Do you, do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the streaker didn't make as much political noise as no. perhaps George C. Scott did. No, however, for me, it was just as memorable. So, you know, that's um, all I'm saying. Not for me. The only streaker I remember is the original one mm. at the game. Oh, yeah. That, well, that was that was a thing, wasn't it? The, the original one, yeah. 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 They called him a streaker. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say yeah. is that even though it's award season and the Oscars are coming, and I hate the Oscars, uh-huh. that is not why I'm going through movie mania. Right. That's that's not what that's not what this that's show not is about. What's happening? However, there is one Oscar-nominated uh, film or currently nominated film that's uh we're going to talk about would you like to right? start the talk is that is that what uh did you just want to dive in uh yeah okay jeffrey wright is one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. i think he's horribly underrated uh he's been in tons of things probably that lots of people don't even know and um he uh is in this amazing new film called American Fiction which is well, it's very funny for one thing 
and it's also not funny at all. I mean, it's so f- it's so funny that it's it's n- very serious at, at times, and I loved it. Beautifully um, explained. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, no, American fiction, yeah. American fiction. It's it's excellent. Yeah, I it's think a very, it's, it's an, a very an good excellent movie. film. I highly recommend that you see it. Um, there's an amazing twist. And it doesn't matter what you think you know, you don't know. Yeah, true. And please don't don't try to figure it out. You won't. But it's about a, a literary professor and uh, his life as just his life well yeah as a as a writer trying to you know trying to make it trying to yeah. get his name he's out a, there and he's up a there writer and a professor and he's a very good writer you know so yes yeah and he writes serious is it novels or does he write nonfiction? no he writes he writes novels yeah uh at any rate, that whole part of it is too funny to even... Yeah. I mean, there's so much truth to this film. Well, uh, uh, so, so what happens is that he has written something, and uh, and it's been turned down by a publisher for not being black, black enough. enough. And, the, and he is a black man. He's like, I don't know how I can not be any more black. Uh, but anyway, so this, the entire movie basically is his answer to that comment from the publisher. He's like, okay, you want to see black, here you go. And it's, and it's so much fun. Uh, I'll tell you two of my favorite reasons for loving this movie. Uh, one, Sterling K. Brown. Fantastic. Two Leslie Uggams. Fantastic. It's just and and, and of course Jeffrey, but uh, everybody in it was awesome. It really was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's 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 touching. It's funny as all get out. It really is. It's hilarious in, at moments. Um, and other uh, and other times, it's you know deadly serious. It's really well. It's deadly serious in a funny way, though. He spoke about, it's also, it couldn't be more slice of life, a day, a day in the life of pretty much any American. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say that these are slightly, um, I don't know if I'd call them affluent. Maybe they are. I mean, they're certainly... Certainly upper, upper middle class, you know. I mean, right. they got a, a nice, you know, nice home they got and a, a cool couple... place on the beach house and right. stuff like that. And yeah. then another house. Yeah. And uh, so it's 
Oh, and Tracy Ellis Ross was in it. Oh, my God. Everyone was yeah. in it. It's hard to keep track. At any rate, and not everyone, not every famous person in American fiction had the largest parts. Right, It was yeah. also, I've got to say, incredibly touching and moving at times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And A story about family, primarily. That's all really. it is. Yeah. It's mainly a story about an American family. Yep. And all the different things that contains these days. Um, and really interesting race stuff, but no, like, pushing it down your throat. No. Um, agenda from this film. It's just kind of like, ugh, here it is. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's exactly what the director was trying to do. I saw an interview with him. And well, didn't uh, Jeffrey who directed it? No, it's a first time first time director. Um Well, and what he's about got five nominations for his trouble. His trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um didn't Jeffrey write write it? Uh I you know, oh, no, okay. I don't think so. So the director is a guy named Cord Jefferson. Yeah. No clue. No, he's he's like um, a new new guy out there, so I'm trying to see who the writer is. He went to William and Mary journalism. It was also written by him. Oh, so he wrote and directed yeah. this. Okay, well, and he's supposedly in this film, and I cannot for a second think of... Now, Cord Jefferson uh, uh, has written on um, shows like uh, Watchmen, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's a... And The Good Place. So he wrote on there as well, but... Uh, well, what I'm seeing right here is Jeffrey Wright is joined by his <laughs> co-stars and writer-director Cord Jefferson. Yeah. Well, I didn't know he was in... Oh, okay. Co-stars and... And All the right. writer-director. Yeah. I quit. All right. Anyway, I highly recommend it. I did not want to see it. And... Uh, it, it is based on a novel. That's yes, like 10 is. or 20 years old or something. Yeah, yeah 2001. Mm -hmm. Called Erasure by Percival Everett, so. And I remember Erasure actually. And it doesn't it doesn't follow it exactly, um, you know, because they wanted to make their own thing with the movie. So, but uh, I think they're as far as I know they they're pretty close. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Um. The ending is, uh, is I think a little different, but. Uh, we, we won't talk about the ending. No. Or Bruno. Right. For that yeah. matter. No, we don't talk about that. Um, have we talked since the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know that we have. Yeah. 
All I can say is we've had a lot of problems around here, weather-wise and uh, oh, power-wise. Oh yeah, we should say that we've missed a show because we got caught in a snowstorm and no power, no electricity, no nothing, no internet. Yeah, so that um, was pretty good. So that was fun. Um, and cold. Under the blankets with like all four of our animals. Yeah. Um, wearing well, uh, hats, hats, wearing toques to bed. That's yeah, ridiculous. Hoodies. Yeah, I wore a hoodie to bed last night. That is crazy. I know. Yeah, and yet it's so beautiful. But this, you know, we live in a house that's almost three hundred years old. It's hard to keep it like super warm <laughs> when it's cold out. Well, you say so. that. But I I think we did a did a great we did a, job. We did good, yeah. We did a great job. We've come up with a new kind of thing to do about oxygen. Yep. It's a whole no, fabulous. We've, yeah, we figured it out. So. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah. there's that movie. Let me right. Just so tell don't you, miss that one, American Fiction. Don't miss that one. No. Now. I received a voicemail. Oh yeah. From Jan. That's right. You got a voicemail from Jan the other day and uh I thought it was fun. Michael thought I should read it to you. Yeah. Well, um, because you know, if if you don't actually you know, if you can't actually talk to her, you might as well read what she's written. All right. Yeah. Now, the further adventures of Jan and Jan down in a coconut somewhere. Hi, Anne. Cousin Jan. How are you and how's Michael doing? Hope you're both okay. Okay. And I tried calling before. Hope all is well and just touching base. Okay, it's been a while. Talk to you soon, I hope. And just give it, give a buzz. Okay? Love you. I tried calling. So I'm touching base. Yes. Well. Take care and having... A great day. Bye-bye and no snow bye. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my latest. There you go. See, that was good. Yeah. No snow bye. No snow bye. Unfortunately, I don't know if that was a curse or a witch. Yeah. Or a wish. Yeah. But uh, no snow bye didn't work. Uh, no. No, we definitely got snow. Hey, uh, speaking of no no snow or no things, right? Things that have funny names like no snow by. I haven't told you this, but there's a there's a something that's happening on the Cape that uh, that I I don't like, and you probably won't either. But uh, Kate's fried fried seafood ice cream is up for sale. Oh, I know. 
I knew that last year. It's so sad. That it was their last year. Yeah, big you for know, sale sign out there. Kate's fried seafood ice cream. <laughs> I mean, they don't sell fried seafood ice cream, but the sign is so is poorly made, so it looks like that's what it's yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, it's the first sentence is Cape's fried, and then the next line is seafood ice cream. Yep. So there you go. It's fried seafood ice cream. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to tell you, Michael, mm, yeah. that Kate's fried seafood ice cream was begun, was started by this guy to help his daughter, Kate, make a tuition fund. Oh, really? To earn her tuition. Oh, how fun. And maybe needless to say... So she's probably all done now with college Now that it's 25 stuff. years later, yeah. yeah, I think she's probably, yep, hopefully graduated and moved on with her life. Maybe yeah. she's even been running the business. Who knows? It could be, yeah. But um, I don't feel sad about it no. because I feel nervous about it. Ah, uh. Like, what's going to go up What is going to go in there, yeah. Yeah, and, that's true. Oh, geez, I just realized something. Tobin and Bob were supposed to come here yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Anyhow. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing. Yeah, forgot about that. But I... I I don't feel attached to it. I okay. I All think right. I went there once. I mean, yeah, driving by it is like, it's a thing. Yeah. And, uh, it's, all, and it's been a thing for everybody, you know. Every but I'm just scared they're going to build some big, stupid, modern Well, yeah, hopefully the, thing. the King's Highway people won't let them. Uh, you never yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think the King's Highway people need to be smacked. Okay, well. You don't? Not always, no. But you don't think, uh. There's, the, you know, the King's Highway people are one of the reasons that there aren't going to be three horrible McMansions down over uh, the next street down. God, I hope that's true. No, there there isn't. There's there are two, but they wanted to put three, and they can't. They were told they cannot. So. Well, good. Yeah. And whoever lives in that single one, I yeah. say, may everyone in your family grow like an onion with your head in the ground. Yeah. Okay. If you know that, you know that. I hate that thing on on uh, social media. Um, what is it? I don't know. I Y K Y K. Oh, if you know, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. Damn it! All right. So, all right. So that's the beginning of our movie extravaganza. 
was American Fiction. I have been going by uh, What have you been going by? Director, as I mentioned. Oh, right, yeah, cuz you had the Scorsese thing. Genre. Well, I finished Scorsese quite a while ago. Right. And now I'm working on Alan Parker. Ah. Okay. And Ed Zwick. All right, so Ed Zwick. Yeah. Unbelievable list. Last Samurai, mm-hmm. which I rewatched recently. Right. Glory. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. Legends of the Fall. Okay. That's a beautifully shot movie. God, mm-hmm. I, it's gorgeous. Blood Diamond. I don't, I've never seen that. So. Ooh, brutal. Shakespeare in Love. Okay, yep. Traffic. Oh, wow. I Am Sam. My goodness. That's Do you remember quite, that? That's, yeah, oh, yeah. So, that's quite a resume. Yeah, and I mean, that's those are the greatest hits. There yeah. are many, many others. Um, so I'm working through Alan Parker. I've seen all of these. So it won't be, but I started with, um, oh, please tell me. Oh, those were Ed Zwick movies. Yeah. I hate myself. Ed Zwick. Yeah. Those are Ed Zwick movies. They sure are. And that boy, good, good are old they Ed. good. Yeah. Anyway, Zwicky. so I watch, in my Zwick thing, Yes. I have watched... I've only got Legends of the Fall, Blood Diamond, really, to watch over. Oh, okay. So Ed Zwick that's, has that's, a that's new guy. film coming out. I know I can rely on you to look up Ed Zwick's newest film. You, boy, you got that right. About to come out. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, Alan Parker. Alan Parker, yep. Is the Ed Zwick uh, list that's not Ed Zwick. All right. Right. Alan Parker. Mississippi Burning. Okay, I watched it again, and I'm ahead to say one of the best one of the best films, period. Gene Hackman is amazing. I don't know why the hell he had to just go away and be alone. Yeah. But it's very aggravating. Now, here's an interesting, interesting list, Alan Parker. Evita. Right. And yeah. Angela's Ashes. Uh-huh. The Commitments. Yep. Do you remember the commitments? I do remember that. Yeah. Oh my God! What a fantastic rock and roll movie. Yeah. No, that was a great. That was a great it movie. It was the best. Yeah. Midnight Express. There you, that's a great movie. Must see again. Yep. Birdie, which was <coughs> young yeah. Matthew Modine. Exactly. Fantastic. It is such a great movie, isn't it? Music by Peter Gabriel. And Bugsy. That's right, uh, Warren Beatty. 
so there's your list of Alan Parker films. Amazing. 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 You are right now about that. Now is Masters of the Air. Do you actually look stuff up or no? Oh, me? I guess. I guess. Not. Well, you were asking me to look up Ed Zwick's upcoming movies, and he doesn't really have anything. He doesn't? No, he's got two upcoming things, both of them producers on the making of and The Suck, which is a TV series. So, oh, let's see, upcoming, yeah, The Suck TV series. That's his upcoming project. Okay. So it sounds like vampires. Because uh, we need that. Yeah. We need more vampire movies. God, that ticks me off. Well, and this is a series, actually, so that'd be great. Uh. All right. I'm frustrated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got myself famished when I got Alan Parker and Ed Swick backwards. Backwards, and I am sure they are happy about that. Both of them. Oh yeah, without question. Yep. No kid. Are you having peanuts? Yep. Can you tell us about the peanuts you're having? Um. I'm ad- I'm addicted to these things. I think I've talked about them before. They're oh. co- kettle cooked peanuts, mm-hmm. and uh, they're super crunchy. They're really super duper crunchy, and these are salt and pepper flavor. Peanuts. Yeah, and oh my goodness, black pepper is one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. So I can't I cannot get enough of these. I can't. I, it's a problem. Well, you know, it it is a problem. More, more are always on the way. And they're good. I mean, they're so always good. Always on the way. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I think they help with my, you know, I've got ADHD, so textures are a very big thing for me. Uh, and crunchy things are, uh, are a big deal. They're fun. They're, they're good. They, you, you get some dopamine out of it. And extra crunchy uh, peanuts. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll Extra take it. Crunchy peanuts. Yeah. All right. Now there's. Is it a series or? What's that? Masters of the Air. On Apple TV. Well, that would be a series, right? Yeah. I I don't know. Um. Austin Butler. Yeah, it's a series. He's back. Mm-hmm. It's a, a mini series, actually. Yeah. Well, I am looking forward to right, it. Right, Elvis is back, and uh, let's see. As a master of the air. Yeah, I don't know anybody else in that. But Barry in Keegan. I know his face, but I don't know what else I've seen him in. That guy. Well, how about Callum Turner? No, don't know him either. All right. Well. Check it out. It's coming. Yeah. No, I it, it, uh, I've seen uh, previews, and it, uh, what I've seen looks pretty fun. It looks good. When is it coming out? Uh, I need it now. Tell me it's already going. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. 
All right. Oh, yeah. We're uh, up to episode six already. You're kidding me. No. I'm so excited. Yeah. True Detective. True Detective, The Night been, Country. I have been watching it since the beginning. And I have to say that having loved every single episode of, well, episode, what do you call it? Um, what do you call them? Uh, w- a season? Yeah. Yeah. Every season of it, which is different. That's there, why yeah, I'm Yeah, every season is actually very... Is uh, a different show story, is, yeah, different, different place. Cast, yeah. different everything. It's really pretty cool, yeah. This one takes place in Alaska. Right. Which I love because living in Alaska or anywhere where you have that kind of time situation mm-hmm. and the amount of time you can't see yeah. like when you're driving at night except it's day yeah except it's 9 a.m and it's still pitch black or right. it's two in the afternoon and it's pitch black right yeah um and then between the snow and the 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 windstorms that kick up the snow and the mooses gotta watch out for the moose well that's a good part of alaska but anyway i really enjoyed that setting and there was an alpacino and jody foster jody foster oh the alpacino one was uh insomnia yes yeah this is a great movie um him and uh, uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah, fantastic. So, movie. if you want to see a movie set in Alaska, find that one, Insomnia. Yeah. Robin and Al. That was really good. Um, anyway, I love movies set there. And this one is. This, this is a great. Uh, season in some ways. Uh, if very interesting. Jodie Foster's terrific. Uh, the cast is terrific and very unusual. And then, of course, you have the setting. Right. And it's true detective, so it's trying to solve a murder. And... It, so it has a lot to do with um, the Native women who have been taken or who disappear. Right. Who or get murdered, get stolen, trafficked. No one ever looks for them. They, they never get found because no one ever looks. It's like, you know, you go on these reservations and it's... It's craziness. Yeah. You know. Um, it's a very different world. Yeah. And people can just uh, steal in, as it were, and steal out with a person. It's horrible. It's a horrible problem. Anyway, this is about that. And it's about the Native women who have begun practicing the modern Native women who have become begun practicing 
a certain type of tattoo on their faces where they've got three thin blue stripes going down from their lower lip to their chin. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure who that represents. But that's a part of it. That whole uh, indigenous practice right. and others. It's interesting seeing the natives and the white people living together, kind of. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would think in a fairly small town in this country, well, maybe this country isn't such a good example. Yeah. But, you know, with different racial components, that it wouldn't be all that contentious. But it is. So I love that whole part of this series. And I love the economic side of it, too. Mm -hmm. Huge companies up there making a ton of oh, money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, you know, basically terrorizing the landscape and the uh the local what is it michael the local stuff yeah products commodities there you go i can i love it when someone's listening to me um what the hell am i trying to say i don't know watch the night country watch the night country thanks for moving me along what good else? good part is mm -hmm. the uh, the it the finale just hit so you can binge it if you want to at which this is point. what Michael's gonna do right that's how I like to do it so you know what's kind of freaking me out Dune Part Two uh huh yeah I just read the list of cast. Have you seen the cast list? Well, you know, I I do know there is a huge cast of characters in the Dune world. I mean, I'm pretty familiar with the whole whole thing, so. Um, and there was a gigantic number of people in the first one. You know. Uh-huh. Uh, all all pretty well known. Well, um, I think it's going to be for this summer. And so we got Timothée Chalamet. That's right. Zendaya. Nice. Paul. Austin Butler. Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh. Yep. Rebecca Ferguson. Christopher Walken. Good old Becky. Leia Seydoux. So Duh. this is quite a group. Yeah. Quite a group. No, that's a, yeah, that's that is quite a group. And I am looking forward to see it only for that reason. See, I don't I don't, I want to see it. Uh, oh, Josh Brolin? 
Right. Wait, Javier Bardem. That's right. They were all in the first one. Oh, no, and they're in part two. Yeah. Yeah, uh, most of the uh, the biggest part of the action doesn't happen until the second part. So, anyway, because Dune Part Two is actually Dune, Dune one, one Part, part two. two, because they never finished the first part of the, uh, the whole story the first time. It's okay. They will get. They will get there. Well, I do. I kind of that understand it because it is such a huge story. So mm-hmm. it is going to take you, you know, five or six hours to at least at a minimum to do any kind of justice to it. Well, so. good old justice. Yeah, good old. Anyway, that's coming out, too. Yeah. So what I'm finding is that television series, except for Curb. Yeah. Curb is back. Curb is back. Curb your enthusiasm. It's been Please. a blast so far. Oh, my God. For the last, 12th and last season, final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But, uh, yeah, he's, I think he's going to go out with a bang. So I he am started s- off the season with a bang. I, I had so much fun with that one. I'm so depressed that this show is going off the air. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to start it again from season one. It's okay. amazing how much it's changed since it started. It's it is uh, one of the things I love about it. It is none of the lines really are written. None of them. There's only the uh, you, you know he gives you a general idea where he wants the story to go, and then everybody improvs their lines. It's so good. It's and fantastic. these these people doing it are so good at it. Well, and they you have know? such relationships with each other now. Yeah. Yep. That you know, they know exactly how they'd react, how to interact. Um this latest one <laughs> with the lawyer. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Oh my God! Yeah, it's I pretty great. I hope they don't do a Seinfeld type thing at the end. That would oh. really bother me. No, I don't. I, he's gonna be. He's gonna do something a little more original than something he's already done. You know. Could so. someone that heard the whole beginning part of this show fix it? Yeah. Where I don't start listing movies by the wrong director. Uh huh. Um, oh, speaking of that, we have we even gotten to the other movies yet? We, which ones? Well, we talked about uh, American Fiction, and then uh, we talked about uh, the other directors oh, and we stuff. We didn't. We talked. We saw Gladiator. Yeah, we watched uh, Gladiator. Ridley Scott. We watched that. Which last was night. really weird, in yeah. a way. It had been a long time since either one of us had seen it. And I was glad I saw it because when I first saw it, when was that? What year? Oh, goodness. Uh, A while ago. A long while ago, I'm thinking. 2000. Okay, so 24 years ago. Yeah. Can you believe it? Lord almighty. 
I saw that film and I was not thrilled by it, mm-hmm. to say the least. Uh, and when I watched it this time, a lot of things happened and a lot of things were said that I don't remember from the first time around or that I didn't even catch. Uh-huh. So it was naturally a better film the second time. Well, um, see, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to know how much time went by between the gladiator arriving and the gladiator leaving. Wrong. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I'd really like to know because the longer it is, the less credit, the less credit I give to that film. I see. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. if it happened over three nights, if it was a long weekend, okay. But if he was there for like a month, please, please. Living in a cage with no bathing facilities. Right. With no facilities. Just a bunch of men chained up and doing their duty. Anyway, you heard me. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that was Gladiator. We watched Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah, we saw that one, too. And that is Goodwill Hunting. I don't know how well it held up. Okay. I think partly because we are doing a modern film. It takes place at uh, MIT. Is it at MIT? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, it's. Um, I, th- I, th- I thought so. Well, I mean, he was working at MIT. Yeah. But is that where Robin had his office? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, it takes place uh, modern day, the campus of MIT. However, this must also be 25 years old. Um, 97. Okay. Almost 30 years old. Yeah. Um, 97. Yep. All right. So anyway, um, it, it's pre cell phone. It's pre laptop. True. Yeah. It's pre a lot of these things. Yeah. It's, there are certain things done in a way that you wouldn't do now. In a way that doesn't even exist now. Right. You don't have a payphone. You don't have a landline. You know, it's 97. Um, so, yeah, certain things are uh, done differently, not to mention the math. Right. Would yeah, you a lot of that. do the math on a chalkboard like that? I think they still do, yeah. Well, okay. 
um, I mean, some some do just because that's you know the way it's been it's been done, and you could put the whole thing up there in front of everybody, you know. Yeah, that's true. I get that. Um, you know, a lot of it's exposition, a lot of it's gamesmanship. There's a lot of stuff in super advanced. I don't even know what you call that math. What do you call that math? Uh, hard math. Hard math. Yeah. So when you're doing really hard math, where your equations or solutions, like I don't know which is which. Right, yeah. My That's maybe kind of it's problem. blank plus blank equals thirty. Yeah. Um Maybe that's it. And if you keep drawing that out and drawing that out, it turn, turns into two or three blackboards fall. It could. Yeah. I that's don't the thing. Know. Yeah. Anyhow. And then you could go sneak in and fix the, you know, solve the problem in the middle of the afternoon or the night. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, anyway, it's still good, it's sweet. There is nothing, nothing profane about that movie. No. Nothing. So, it's a family film. You can take them all. The kids will be bored. But it's still good. One of the, one of the great moments is when um, uh, Will, or the Matt Damon character, is being interviewed and... Um, the government wants to hire him to to work for the NSA or whoever, you know. Yeah. And he has this soliloquy, this dialogue that just goes on and on and on about why oh. he may not want to, to join up with the military to help them break codes and stuff. And it just, it is really amazing. I... I sat there watching it again, wondering how long it took him to memorize that and how many takes did it take to get it done right. I can't imagine. it's so it's, long. It is a bruiser of a monologue. Yeah. And I don't know. No, I what just think I it's cool. What I do know is that Leonardo DiCaprio is in his mid-50s. Yeah. And, heck, um, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, it's not funny, um, how I, you keep thinking, I keep thinking, my, quote, stars, you know, the, the movie stars that I really love, and that I think of as being a certain thing. Yeah. Aren't they're aging too. Yeah, that's uh, that's so the problem I mean, there. I think of Brad Pitt mm -hmm. as Thelma and Louise. Right. Uh, maybe a little further along. Not so yeah, and he's a he's a bit he's further along than that. How how <laughs> is he oh goodness um brad pitt is 60 there you go 
Okay. A young man. He's 60. That's right. A mere child. Well, I find that incredibly... Yeah, I don't... I, I find don't, I it... Don't, I don't want to even know. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's been through hell, actually. Um, from what I hear. Huge major depression yeah when he got divorced and he lost his kids yep leonardo dicaprio is 50 yeah Ugh. i know but now see the thing with him is he's never looked did I say I watched The Revenant again? No, you didn't say you oh, watched The Revenant again. Fantastic. Oh, that is such a great story. Fantastic. Um, I just want to tell you Leonardo DiCaprio's birthday. I'm yeah. sure you know it. What's that? 11-11. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's a, uh, also a Valentine's baby. Um, his mother's name? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, Mom. Ermelin Indenbergen. Ermelin Indenbergen. That's correct. All right. Well, that's. And his dad's George DiCaprio. That's uh, that's really something. That's quite a name. Yeah. Ermelin Indenbergen. I mean, I guess she's, yeah. She was born in Germany. Oh yeah, well Birkin, yeah, I would have to say she was. Uh, All right, well, good for you, Ermelin and uh, George. He speaks English, Italian, and German. Huh. I'm I'm not buying it. You he does speak Osage. Oh yeah, he did learn that. For which the movie. made me really happy, really really happy. It's getting lighter and lighter outside, lighter and lighter. When's, yeah, that's been pretty good. When's the thing? Uh, I think it's March 4th or something. We spring forward. Um, I think that's what it is. No, March 10th. Wow. So. That's soon. Yeah, it is pretty soon. It's a... Uh, like three weeks, three weeks, something like that. I think it's four weeks. Today is what the nineteenth. Uh, today is the twentieth. Twentieth. Yep. So wow. we got nine more days in February because this is the leap year. So we got three weeks. Yeah. <sighs> it's running by. And then we spring forward, Open and all the is pool. all is well. Yeah, all is still dark and yeah. snowy. Yeah, that is probably true. It is dark and snowy. Now we've been, you know, we've been pretty lucky. We haven't gotten a lot of snow this winter. No. We've gotten some, and it's not been fun because, obviously, it's it's cut out the power for a lot of people around here a couple times. But uh, of course, Including when us. you get 65, 70 mile an hour winds with the snow, that doesn't that doesn't help either. Nothing helps. Yeah. Um, but we're living on the ocean, you know. Yeah, I, d I heard it's that. Kind of, it's kind of a trade-off. I heard that. Yeah. So it's President's Day. Yeah, happy President's and Day, And I want to say I'm sorry 
I'm sorry, world, that the ex-president looks like he might be the next president. I don't know. People are telling me, no, that can't happen, but I've been hearing that for 10 years. So I'm, I'm suspicious to say the least. Um, I say that to some people and they say, I'm more optimistic than that. Optimistic about what? That the world's not going to burn down that we're not going to have World War III, which is pretty much well underway. Wouldn't yeah, you agree? I, I don't know, but I, I, I do agree that ending this show on such a high note is pretty is a good idea. Well, you know, we're high noters. Yeah. High, we've got we've high, high notes. High, high notes. notes. Yeah. We should do more songs. Oh yeah, that would like everybody would that. love that. We really should. Yeah. We should do more songs. Let's like do that. some more songs. Oh my god. More songs. More songs. Um for you. I'm having trouble with the generation gap. Okay. Which which generations are we speaking of? The ours and mm -hmm. then other ones. Okay. So, um, which generation would you consider yourself to belong to? Oh, we don't have to talk about that. Oh. But it's the other generations <laughs> that are problematic. I see. Okay. And well, that certainly makes it a lot easier. Yeah. It, yeah. It for whom? For us. Who's us? Those in the generation, <laughs> the unspeakable generation, apparently. Yeah. It's not unspeakable. It's just not the point. I see. Okay, yeah. so um, I consider I don't I consider myself Generation Jones, by the way. So just well, so everybody knows. What there's another word for it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is, but uh, is there an what's X? That's the one that comes after Boomer, except Generation Jones is in between. So it goes Boomer Jones X? Yeah. How long are those generations? 20 minutes? Well, see, there, the reason that Generation Jones is kind of in, in there is because it doesn't really, f they don't really fit the baby boomer generation and they don't fit Gen X. So, Gen Jones which is the keeping up with the Joneses generation, yep. which is m my generation. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's where I'm from. So, I don't know, the, the Watergate kids, you know what I mean? Oh, I do. Yeah, so. I do. The Watergate kids. Yeah. Does it blow your mind sometimes, like, on Jeopardy, when a question will be asked, and it's something that took place maybe in the late 60s or the early 70s or even the late 50s. But it's like, at least for you and I, you and me, excuse me, it's 
so obvious. Yeah. And then the three people up there, They're too the three young. embryos, are yeah. standing there just looking gobsmacked. They've got no idea. And it's really, it's really kind of funny because it's not... It's not that long ago, but I don't know. Maybe the only reason I know it is because I was there. Um, I want to know if we are um, smarter, dumber, or the same as Generation X. Y Z. Oh, uh, you know that's a yeah. That's a that's a tough one. Cause what do you mean by smarter? You know. I mean, do we have a bigger, more expanded view of this planet, of our history as a planet, um, knowledge of space, just like history. English. That's a, that's a good question. I I don't know, and that's that. I think it's very inter- That's an interesting question. I mean, could you have ever dreamed that you wouldn't write in cursive anymore? No. What but, the? Um, yeah, they don't even teach it at all. So. What the hell is that? I don't know. Well, it makes but. me really mad, and that's how I want this show to end. Okay. Not really. I'm playing this song not because um, Alexei Navalny was, he wasn't pro-Ukrainian, he was a Russian, and he was the resistance. He was the resistance party um, in Russia, the resistance to Putin who poisoned him and threw him in a gulag for several years and whether or not he needed more assistance died over the weekend. And since there's nothing Russian I can think of to play for him that's appropriate, this is Chervona Kalina for Alexei Navalny. Please put a light on. you